0: Getting them games. Getting them games. That's cool because it works for finance Yes, it does. Okay, so we're welcome to the Transmit Podcast, a super awesome showdown offshoot. I'm Spike.
1: I'm
2: Victor.
0: And today we have a special guest with us. Amanda! Yes, she is uh, several characters on the show. How about you run us through them?
2: Well, I first started out as a valet for Vic Valentine. I was Hilda Wilschwein. Uh, then I decided I wanted to be, like, have a super feminine superhero character, kind of, like, 50s, 60s based. So I came up with Manta, and I've also been, like, a minion. I think, oh, it was a reporter, Ricky Mortis. She got eaten by zombies. Oh, I remember that. She Did came your, back, and nobody talked about it. Oh. Did we <laughs> don't ever talk about being eaten by zombies. Did your
1: <laughs> minion ever have a name?
2: Um, I think a lot of people called her Salad Fingers because <laughs> she had like the long. Okay, hippie, I
1: remember hippie, that. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was beautiful. And
2: I, I changed so fast I couldn't get one of the gloves on, so it was like I had one good salad hand, one <laughs> kind of not good salad hand.
1: Oh, that sounds. You fixed
2: it.
0: I fixed it. Okay. Well, listen, we're gonna keep all the other stuff because that was in that was actually good stuff. Yeah. Here, let's let's talk a little bit more about your characters. Um, so Hilda Weilstein, she is Schwein. I apologize. Wildstein. Wild Stallion. It's
2: fine, actually, because people also call me Helga, Holda. Hilga. Hilda, Helga. Okay, so... Um, Hilda is an actual name.
0: Yeah, uh, what, what's her backstory?
2: <clears throat> well, she's from New York.
0: New, yes, she is from... No.
2: She, her backstory, which she'll never admit to, uh, she was a, a child of domestic violence. She uh, fled a very traumatic household after she killed her father but that was because he killed her mother and uh she fled and ended up uh growing up in the side of a a volcano (laughs) in austria and then you know like the authorities found out and like made her go to the orphanage which she just stole all the kids food and this this is
0: really an average story for most uh, eastern european orphans right I suppose. volcanoes like, and
2: yeah so she uh stole all the kids food so she decided to run away right. and they really didn't care because uh you know she's a real pain in their, you know yes yeah. so she stole oh you away can on, cuss by the way yeah she stole away on a flight to New York City it was during the punk era scene so she became a bouncer and that's basically when she met Vic Valentine and you know he offered her enough money I don't think she was ever a fan it was a Relationship of convenience. You oh. know, he paid her well, and
0: you two really pay, play off each other well. I really do like like how you guys like work together in the ring, and you're always like in his corner, mm-hmm. and oh. you're always like working like the referee, which sometimes me and distracting me and throwing stuff at me. It, it's a ton of fun to watch. Cool. And uh, yeah, how did you how did you like decide how to incorporate her character into this whole thing? Was there any any thoughts you had when you were like saw what she was making? You thought here's how we're gonna do this.
1: Not. Not really.
2: You came up with the volcano idea. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't remember You're like,
1: coming up like, I just
2: imagine you were like raised in a volcano. You're so tough.
0: Yeah, there's like, one, it's one thing to be raised by wolves, but he, he kicked it up a notch, too. You were raised by plate tectonics, ma'am.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's actually Tony, yeah, Tony's Victor's idea. brother. Yeah. Tony and I were in a circus together called Technomania Circus. And uh, I think Tony was living there for a while. And that's how I met everyone. They were going to, they would rent out the venue. Right. And so they were going to rent it to Super Awesome Showdown. And Tony was like, oh, man, I have this idea. I think it'd be funny if Vic Valentine had this super big bodyguard who was a woman. So. Yeah, that, that sounds. That's, uh, I'm bigger than Vic. Definitely you
0: are. So,
1: yeah, it wasn't really my idea. <laughs> but I think it works. Um, it's kind of like the whole Shawn Michaels Diesel thing. Oh, no. yeah, I was like Shawn Michaels and she was like Diesel.
0: Yeah, and you were mentioning um, some of the stuff you've worked together on on our last podcast. Uh, what did we work on? Uh, well, yeah, that after you got married, the Kolecki and Coil match. I, I I refed that as a um, as Ninja ref, I think. And uh, that was a ton of fun to do because I not only am I having to keep track of you and straight call this fake fight, uh, spoiler alert, wrestling's fake, but also I had to like be mindful. <laughs> I had to be mindful of all the lights you were lighting up and then go around and turn them off. After really, I just had to pick the amount of time and just hope it was consistent.
2: You did a good job. I, I really,
0: good job. Shit,
1: only we, we, fake. Only wrestlers can call it fake. I apologize. What, what about yeah, you're referees? Not, no, you're not allowed to use no. that word. Okay.
0: It is. <laughs> we've taken it back. I say choreographed. That's it, choreographed. The, there we go. That's choreographed. the word I used.
2: And I think Super Awesome Showdown turns it up a notch because we have that's special really powers. It made.
0: really does. And uh, you know what? I was going to talk about stuff we've made for this podcast, but I think this is a good avenue having you yeah. enact one of our main stars, really. And so you, um, you have, have another character, uh, Manta Ray. And how did you come up with her?
2: I like I said, it's inspired kind of by a fifties, sixties comic book super feminine like superhero. Yeah,
0: because I, I like the uh, the beach style rock that you got planned. I, I like the the costume and you can only communicate by dance, right?
2: Yeah, and like interpretive dance for now.
0: For now. Well obviously now. there's there's room for your character to grow that yeah. way.
2: There's a there's a, a little mermaid storyline growing. Oh, oh so. I love
0: this. So, is it because you want to defy a father figure, or is it because you really want to, like, marry a prince? What's going on with that?
2: No, just to find my voice.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Oh, that's, like... That's even better.
1: Yeah, because you're not... You literally can't talk. Right. But you're also looking for your voice. Yeah. You know, like, what kind of... What are you going to tell the world, you know? You know, your voice... Has,
2: I don't know, I feel like... it Has been uh, being
1: held back, you know, like the <laughs> corporations have sewn your, your your vocal cords No, 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 shut, no. This shut? is why
2: she can't talk. Okay, because what? she's part fish. Right. Okay. So the Come on, air <laughs> that you force over your vocal cords as a human, you know, it's a closed system. Yeah. When you have gills there, there's more air coming in and it just doesn't work. Uh, that's the physics of it. It's totally science. Right. So oh.
1: that's Come on, why genius. She, has, Jesus. she has gills. But metaphorically, no, it's, it's like yeah, the that's man funny. holding you back.
2: Totally.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking the man? Is it and the government? When or you just... finally,
1: get your voice. You can speak She's... for other fish I... creatures. For like all yourself. fish kind.
0: <laughs>
2: I feel like though, like kind of heroes have lame things to say though. She's just gonna be like, "I fight for all good. And everyone's really good. Jeez, hey, but you, that's you know what? <laughs>
0: As long as it's satisfying and you know it feels like you've built it up and earned it, I think you know people let like, go of that sort of stuff <laughs> really <laughs> easily. Uh, listen, I think we have a fair amount of show talk. Let's move on to the lounge. Now, Lock, you mean the locker room? Or, or how, Listen, if you want to call it the locker room, we'll be in the lounge. You'll be in meet, the locker
2: I'll room. I'll meet you in the locker room. Okay. But, it's uh, a co-ed locker room. I think you'll enjoy it.
0: <laughs> All right. So, oh, uh, like
1: in um, Robocop. Yeah, Starship Star- Star Troopers. Troopers.
2: Oh, yeah, co-ed.
0: I love those. <laughs> So listen, Starship
1: uh, Troopers and RoboCop yes. had the co yep. uh, locker room. Truly,
0: they are a utopian future.
2: That's where we're at right now. We oh, are yeah. the future.
0: <laughs> so listen, uh, I went to a metal concert over the weekend, and I smoked the wrong kind of weed beforehand. Okay. I, I'm, used, that kind? I'm used to a, a hybrid blend that's kind of equal parts uh, sativa and indica. Okay. And as you may or may not know, uh, sativa, it goes to your head. Indica makes you want to go sleepy. It goes to my face. So um,
2: Which kind's that kind?
0: The, the indica makes you go oh, okay. like, brr. So the third kind? No, there's two <laughs> the kinds. The face kind. <laughs> two kinds. Indica for me is, I feel it in my face. Sativa, I feel it kind of like in the center of my head. Uh-huh. So I, I'm thinking like, oh, they're, they're, this is another blend. But my friend who brought it over before the concert, he loves indica. So it's like 100% indica. And he's used to it. And so I take a, I take a bong rip. And then on the way to the venue, to the to, um, House of Blues... I start crawling inside my own head and analyzing everything in ever. In way? No, no, no. In the I'm thinking about everything. I'm cognizant. Wait,
2: I thought you said Indico was the sleepy No, no. Kind. He gave
0: me the sativa kind. Oh, okay. That's what I found out. He loves sativa. I'm oh, sorry if I okay. misspoke that. but. No, I just... No, no, no. I
2: heard face. So then I go... To, <laughs> so then I go
0: to the loudest metal concert in town that night, mm-hmm. and also I have to negotiate between in, in a bunch of people that are moshing. Mm-hmm. And every interaction is now a puzzle that I need to solve in real time, and as opposed to such
2: a to, man thing, I need to solve this. What is that Just the, go with it, man. Just what? go with it. I
0: normally I could, but the <laughs> problem is, everything I do now I am analyzing three times as much as I normally do.
2: I think the best possible thing came out of this, which is that you're wearing size small shirts now, and they really show off that waist of yours. I can tell you've been working out. You know, I mean, training. yeah, I've been trying. I think it's best when your shoulders are wider than your waist. Yeah, normally... The shirts, they definitely show that off. I think we also have Victor to thank for that, right? Yeah, he,
0: he helped me out with that. But no, the thing is... Yeah, one day I sat him down okay, you, on my
1: lap. I'm like, yeah, old boy. He brings out some <laughs>
0: of his small shirts, which he is not a small. Victor right? Victor's not
2: a small.
1: You should start wearing small He's a medium
0: shirts. who wears smalls. He's that kind of guy.
2: He's a large that wears mediums. <laughs> so,
0: but the thing is, the... The first time he tells me this, I'm like, okay, I'll look into it. And then a week later, I show up, and I, ha- and I haven't thrown out all my shirts. He's like, oh, you, you haven't, um, you're still wearing your medium shirts. Like, yes, Victor, I haven't thrown away all my clothes on a whim because of you. It's like yeah. the
2: transition from, like, boxers to briefs or briefs to boxers. You're still going to have it's some. it's like, oh, I'm not going to dump out all of them. I wear boxer or... briefs.
0: Yeah, me too. It's, okay. it's, it's how you go. Because
1: boxers are too, you know. Too breezy. Too, they're
2: just out they're there. two gangster,
1: like they're two <laughs> yeah, gang I members like gang members wear boxers,
0: and you might pop out of them and then, because like, they have there's just just balls everywhere, yeah. oh my God, and then
1: briefs are like two like little kid, yeah, I feel but boxer briefs are like you know, Perfect. I feel like I'm going on a business meeting, you know, a business <laughs> got the meeting. confidence yeah. the confidence factor it's more corporate,
2: yeah my balls are held tight, I can accomplish some business oh yeah,
0: but basically the what I took away from the concert was um, I shouldn't smoke uh, really anything beforehand because I can't people watch because that's the other half of like metal shows. I like metal, but also like a metal concert brings out all the people you only see in like Hot Topics and at the back of muffler shops, Mm -hmm. like in passing, and they're all in one area and there's all this very interesting like sea of humanity.
2: Did I tell you about my metal band?
0: Oh, what's your metal band?
2: My metal band is called Minarchy. The A (laughs) is an anarchy symbol and it's an all-women band, and we sing songs about menstruation because we bleed heavy metal. It's I remember, really just a concept band at the moment. I <laughs> remember
1: you guys performed at Technomania. Yeah. I knew. And um, you had, like, a tampon launcher or something. or you no, just Her it. name was Jade. Yeah, you just you just threw it. It was, like, a giant tampon with blood at the end. It was a
2: paper oh. towel, a full paper towel that had been smashed in half and dipped in fake blood. And that was her idea, too, and I was just like we're going there okay (laughs) you're gonna do that but uh yeah we did another show there too where we smashed a toilet
0: (laughs) that this is awesome represented you know Uh, the patriarchy and are you on itunes or something can i we're
2: on there if you look up minarchy on youtube but i'm trying to get the band back together so you
0: definitely should you need to be part of super awesome showdown or at least this podcast so we can have some sweet like uh, who who is your pot who is your um tampon launcher jade jade listen That sounds, once you described it like that, like an insult for your wife. It's like the old tampon launcher.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They got the string. What are those (laughs) weapons called? It's a perfect... uh, A flail.
0: No, a mace (laughs) has a stick. The flail is the one you spin around. And yes, that is the perfect gross flail. Oh,
2: man. Okay.
0: Are you being assaulted in Allie? Listen.
2: Are you... She's you know, you should really see it though because she did a whole clown gimmick with the string. So she pulled the string out. She's pulling the string out. Instead of out of the mouth. Like she's like, nope, stuck, stuck. And she just pulls out this, you know, full paper towel roll and I was like, okay, that's enough. No, she chucked it (laughs) into the audience and that tail on it looked like it was like from a kite. Just like, you know?
0: Uh, Hell of an arm.
2: it it definitely hit someone. Listen,
0: if you're in a band called Mm Menarchy, You better have an arm. Like, that sounds like the kind of women who would be able to throw a softball really hard. Or oh, yeah. Something. She used
2: to train Muay Thai in Boom. Thailand.
0: Wow. That is, that is intense. It's hardcore. That's, what, that's one of those places where you in... hit your shin with a stick to train. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or yeah. you cut down a tree with your kicks.
2: Yeah. No, they, they, they um, tied a chain to a tire and ran up a hill
0: to, that, the, to like, the temple. That will do it.
2: <laughs> she also has a
1: documentary out, too.
0: Yes. Really? Okay. Okay. Listen, you guys got to link me to this stuff. I, I need this in my life now.
2: Trying, i forgot the name of it, yeah, it high, called, flying like, high flying jade high flying jade Catherine sweetman made it and she's gonna be working on my film con with me i'm so excited to be working with Catherine. but also it's about when jade was in the vietnamese circus
0: <laughs> what? a vietnamese circus sounds like a okay. sex move
1: this
2: one,
1: this this all on to jade right here talking about like She's this is pretty, great. This is, she's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah. She's
2: going. She's getting her master's right now in University of Chicago in performance studies. So what's up, Jade? Is she single?
0: She sounds uh, awesome. I, I'm, probably.
2: I'm just, I don't know. She's a free spirit. So.
0: Hey, listen. She maybe she likes thirty-three-year-old losers.
1: You've met her before. I met have. Her. Yeah, she was. You don't deserve her.
2: I, I don't Recently, think I just do. Said, but, did I? <laughs> she was
1: back to super awesome showdown. She was. Um, she wore the pink wig. She was a Dorbo. She was do- a Dorbo. What <laughs> the? Dorbo's <laughs> sidekick or cousin? The cute cousin. The cute well, cousin. I mean. The other cute cousin
0: the other cute (laughs) yeah we gotta have laura on here once yes for sure oh yeah um no this is great no i I mean most men don't deserve uh, or keep or jade's
1: name we're not
0: allowed to say that well okay it's
2: not not her chosen name i'm glad that yeah we replaced laura with laura when laura became jade and now we have another laura and it makes things not complicated you have to fill the void
0: No, but I'm fully aware. I don't deserve any woman who would deign to like touch me. Okay? Yeah, you're
1: pretty right. You're right on about that one. Yeah. So, but
0: listen, the the strategy in my family with the men is just fool them into being committed, Mm -hmm. and really, once you've slapped a ring on it, they're like, ah, shit, I'm invested. It's called the sunk cost fallacy. Mm -hmm. That's how our relationships work. Is Mm -hmm. you just say, no, listen, we've been married for three years now. Are you gonna throw that all away? And they're like, no, I guess not. Tower
2: power at Dave and Buster's. Every time you play and lose, it goes up by five points. Exactly. The what? bonus. And I'm actually really good at it, but you want it to go up to, to have it like 500 points as the bonus. Okay, okay, next. Tower of Power. Yeah, we got to talk about Dave and Busters because I'm really good at that game.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's going to be what I call like, the next family reunion. We're renaming it the sunk cost fallacy relationship strategy to the Tower of Power relationship. <laughs> it, it sounds way more toxic. Well, you should it's also
2: great. say it like the game. The Tower of <sighs> Power. I don't see
1: the <laughs> analogy there.
0: Oh no, because you it cause every time cause
2: you don't want to give up because you've invested so much. Exactly. Uh,
0: and so once you've like gone to so many movies, dinners, you've bought her like so many I'm sorry, I screwed up gifts. Mm-hmm. At that point, you know, like that's what they're Guilter. thinking of guilt. Guilt. Pure that's what healthy relationships are built built on.
1: And then she ends up cheating.
0: I mean really if she's smart, <laughs> she will cheat on me, yes. <laughs> Look, I will, be, I, I will not be angry.
1: But at least you'll have the power of guilt. Yes.
0: Then, then I can be like, I, I can string her along for another year and a half at least. <laughs> until she cheats on you again. Until she cheats on me again. Then I got another five years after that. Yeah. Because it multiplies. Like, you, you did this to me once, and now you <laughs> broke my heart all over again. Oh, God. Am I a bad person?
2: I no, know. This is fictitious. You're, you're, this is like all hypothetical. Yeah. So. But you're, yeah, yeah hypothetical.
0: What right. I see you
1: as in this
2: hypothetical is a survivor. You're just trying to survive just the trying to, trying
0: to ride out until I die. Yeah. I just don't want to die alone. That's just don't want goal.
2: to lose your investment.
0: <laughs> oh, this is great. What? You need to be on the podcast more often. We
2: should have like a love topic, like oh. a relationships
1: well, topic, that's and what, then we'll bring you on. Oh,
2: yeah. Okay. If we
0: want segments, we will Again. do segments. We will do more. <laughs> I mean, we have two shows a week now, so we can, we can just have Tuesday or whatever day be, relationship day or whatever you want. Oh, man, that was great. All right, so let's move on to the news then. Um, the news story I came up with, uh, is it looks like there's a study out that says that twenty eight percent of Uber drivers admit to sampling the food for the people they deliver food for. <laughs> so yeah, I I, I, I yeah. saw that and I'm i like, i heard
2: this one, yeah. Yeah, I
0: when I first heard I was it I'm not like surprised. I'm like, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised yeah. about this. Like, you know, you have a you have you, you get somebody's McDonald's and you have a large fry next yeah. to you. It's just a habit That's to reach over. Habit.
2: Yeah. And, we were raised that way. Oh yeah, definitely. But Even if it's like scorching hot,
0: you're gonna yeah you're gonna put that steaming yeah. pile of mouth. How burn. many times
1: have you burned your mouth on Every French time. fry? Every time.
0: Well, it depends <laughs> on how fresh they it's are. It's
2: really bad when you burn your finger first and you still stick you it still in your mouth. <laughs> oh no!
0: It's I'm good, gonna put it in the more you know in the more sensitive area because
2: I'm just driving so. my car trying to pay attention to the road. Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah. Well, my thing is like yeah. So what are the kind of foods that you can sample? So fries are one of them. I'm betting like maybe nuggets.
1: Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. Cause well, cause but, but they, they say the amount, amount of. Amount, yeah. But how many
0: times have you count? Like if you if you like yeah if if you order like one of those value menu things like give me five nuggets a small fry and a small burger yeah they'll see that yeah they'll but, know but if you get like the twenty piece nugget
2: no I would you, count
0: you would count oh I mean
2: if you I mean if you count yeah I would count
0: she okay fries you, you can't count right that's
2: why you know
0: okay Victor would you risk the nuggets no probably
1: not I would open it up and and look <laughs> maybe <laughs> they put an extra nugget in there maybe, <laughs> there. maybe breathe on there really <laughs> the
0: nuggets. And then they wouldn't do know, like my I brother
2: one. be like stick uh, lick his finger and touch one and be like "Aha, you don't want that one <laughs> <laughs> he's not even there for it. <laughs> it worked on my sister every time but oh, not definitely. me. i was like screw that so yeah i don't care, care. I'm, I'm, hungry. I'm hungry yeah I'm this is delicious <laughs>
1: it would work on me so really yeah.
2: are you grossed out by that kind of stuff yeah really well, can you eat other people's food if someone takes a bite
1: depends on the person hmm. you <laughs> dropped an ice cube into my drink that you rubbed on your arm
2: and Ew, then. okay, now that's gross. Though. Okay, <laughs> he,
0: he pointed out, like, listen, I came from work to here to, to do some recording, and sometimes I get a little grime on my arm, and he pointed it out to me, so I, he's like, oh, yeah, I, I, first I reached for my drink, then I moved over to his, which is like an inch away, grabbed an ice cube, and rubbed it on there, then threw it back in. Yeah, the grime probably. was gone, and he, listen, I thank you for pointing that out. You well, know, then I can't drink that. Yeah, but that's, you, water you just <laughs> wasted that whole thing on water with
2: your, like, amoeba slime sweat.
0: <laughs> And let me tell you, I get gr- it's summer, and I get grimy. But no, but back to the um, the the food sampling. Uh, my thought is this study came out, and sure, that's one thing. But, you know, we're only one idiot away from them having to radically change the Uber Eats process. Mm -hmm. Because some idiot's going to, like, just take a bite out of a cheeseburger or something.
2: Yeah, and it's hard because the response—who has responsibility? Is it Uber Eats? Is it the restaurant? Is the person who ordered it? Are you going to have to sign your life away, you know, terms and conditions when you sign up for it? Maybe
1: Mm eaten. By driver. Because right. at
2: Mason, Mason's <laughs> birthday party, he ordered sushi I and remember they brought that. him the wrong he spent like a hundred dollars. They brought him the wrong order. So he calls the restaurant and they go, Oh, sorry, take it up with Uber Eats. So then you fill, for Uber Eats, you fill out a form and they get back to you in like two business days. You know, meanwhile, right. it's his party. He wants food. He's not going to do that again. He's not going to risk getting the wrong order. Yeah,
0: so every every third party third you party. add to the process, yeah. you're adding days of response time to, I just want sushi today.
2: Yeah, just go get your keys, get in your car, and drive it your damn self.
0: Well, because, yeah, you know, like on Twitter or, or on uh, Instagram, Or someone's going to, like, have a picture of, well, here, I ordered a a double-decker sandwich and fries or whatever, and they're going to have, like, a quarter of a sandwich left, and most of the fries gone, and the drink half-drunk, and they're going to fire that guy, but then they're going to have to say, like, they're talking about it, like, 80% of the people who heard about this want, like, tamper-proof containers now for food.
2: I bet you it's just the fries though. It's usually What unbending. else would it be? Well no, that's that's the thing.
0: It could fries. be soup. You can you ne- open a little thing of soup. Never drink, underestimate never underestimate people's Car soup. Never underestimate people's like <laughs> short sighted short sided stupidity. That's what I'm saying. Like most people, yes, will eat the fries, but there's gonna be that one idiot who's either high or dumb who's also, gonna say, hey, I want a whole cheeseburger.
1: If your job is like, you know, Uber Eats, you know, it's the it's the type of See, mentality a- of people that you're hiring, you know?
0: Yeah. What, you're telling me that the people who drive, like, fast food around aren't the cream of the crop, the Navy SEALs of <laughs> delivery drivers? Yeah. Like, this the select they're, they're, brotherhood and sisterhood? you think they'd
1: have, like, strong core values and stuff and beliefs.
0: They don't go through a rigorous training program? <laughs> they have the cargo and, like, this must get to the clan. <laughs> go, 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 go. Hot and untouched. Like, I need a hard target sweep of the entire neighborhood for the delivery. Yeah, yeah. So it's not that they're not like doing like the FBI training course where they have to go through an obstacle course to get to the to get to get the Uber Eats job. Yeah, yeah. It's like, do you have a Honda Accord and are willing to run five miles? It's like, no. Okay. That's that's who they're getting. I know. I've seen some of the when I only order Uber Eats. Now I feel I
1: don't like saying stuff like that on radio or even off the air because it makes me seem elitist. I don't want to seem elitist.
2: Wait, what? That you don't do Uber Eats?
0: No, that I um, look down upon. Look down upon people who. Uber Eats. Can
1: only do Uber
0: Eats okay. well, <laughs> for then, a living. How about this, then? Oh, uh, work there. Okay, yeah. how about this, then? Before you... Alienate all the working class drivers. Like, I know because
1: uh, you know what—they're probably listening to us right now because they—they have to drive around. So. Well, it's exactly.
2: also a side gig for a lot of people too. It's True. like a side hustle because they already yeah. work full time and it's still not enough. All right, but listen—we yeah, don't need to. <laughs> no, we don't. Let's not bring the show down. Okay, but listen up. I
0: think that's going to be our time. <laughs> We're just
2: all drowning yeah.
0: dead. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be our time for the day before Amanda breaks down. So I'm going to say thank you for tuning in to the Transmit Podcast. I'm Spike.
2: I'm Vic